When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we talk about movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And this week we are talking about Hancock because we cannot get enough of Will Smith. We are on a Will Smith tear this year. I don't care. This man, okay, this guy puts out movies that say, hey, do you want to watch something that's not going to affect you emotionally in such a big way? (laughs) Yes, that's what I want, Will Smith. Give me Wild Wild West. Yes. Okay, like, I just want... Which might be one of the only Will Smith movies we haven't done at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're digging, man. I gotta tell you, and to be perfectly, uh, for transparency, I am actively just looking for movies that are... Really middle of the road. I just, I, I, I don't feel like being emotional right now, guys. I'm too emotional in every other aspect of my life right now. Let's just watch a good old Hancock movie. Let's get on board, right? Am I oh, wrong? Little Will Smith. <laughs> little, Can't ever go just wrong. Just a little Will Smith. Just, uh, and I would say, I think this might be the only. Young, yum meter for Rebecca. This is No, nah, <laughs> I think this is the only Will Smith movie where he doesn't take his shirt off. I would argue there is a scene where he they're showing a video of him in the past and he's mm. all burnt up eating ice oh, cream. Oh, that's right. Oh, his butt's out. That's right. <laughs> uh, I forgot about the butt. How could I forget about the butt, Craig? Oh, my God. Thank uh. you. Oh, bringing me back to my roots. That's good. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> here's the thing, team. So for Hancock here, who's... There, we've got a couple of villains going on, and we've got a couple of pockets that we can argue here. The, yeah. the true, the the real, vi- like the, the the villains in the sense of like who are actually the the characters that are actually committing villainy are very much seems to me to be a very a, a B plot. Okay, they're not really yeah. our main villains. Our main villains are really more society. Okay, the society that he lives in, the the people around him rejecting him. Also, Hancock is kind of our, like, anti-hero sort of uh, vibe we've got going on here. But the what, what I would like to present to the jury today is that Charlize Theron is the ultimate villain of this whole movie, okay? And, uh, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's what I'm going Craig was not ready for this, okay? <laughs> for this side analysis, but I believe she might be, aside from obviously the people that are like trying to blow up other people actively, I right. do not include these people in my general testing here. But I think she's worse than Hancock. I think she's worse than Ed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, oh, we're going to get into it. Okay. But I truly believe that she is one of the worst people in this whole movie. And wow. Yeah. Okay. So I, I was going to take the approach that uh, the movie 
it believes that uh, Charlize Theron, Mary, I guess, but Charlize Theron, mm-hmm. who cares, uh, is the villain in that she is the person who is opposed to Hancock. But Hancock's a piece of shit. Hancock is useless. Han- uh, it's, oh my God. Okay, we're going to get into it. Oh, we're going <laughs> to. No, because uh, I don't think, I don't particularly feel like we were supposed to watch this movie in the scope of this woman's the worst part of this movie. Okay. To me, it was really tied up in this woman's a good person. She's really, you know what I mean? She was doing what she can to survive in her life. And that is not what I took away from this at all. Really? Okay. So, so very quickly, I guess the plot centers around Hancock is like a super Superman, basically type Mm -hmm. um, flying around. He's a drunk, uh, uh, Jason Bateman tries to like reform his image or whatever. And then, uh, we, then we discover that, uh, Jason Bateman's wife, Charlize Theron is also a superhero. Mm-hmm. And slowly over the movie, it is revealed that, uh, Hancock and her used to be married or were married. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they are both immortals. And the longer that they stay together, they become mortal and yeah, that pretty much sums it up, right? So at the end, Hancock's kind of a better guy and he flies off and gives everyone space. Yep, but, pretty much. So you're saying, okay. Uh, <laughs> you go first, Rebecca. Okay here's, okay, here's the thing. Okay, Craig, I absolutely agree with you that Hancock is a dick. And I do agree because I think the whole thing is is that we're supposed to see this as like, Oh, you know, society's judging him a little harshly. Like, he is trying to help. He is, at the core of him, a good person. Um, If you can't drive drunk, you can't superhero and drunk, okay? Like that... I agree. Yeah, 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 absolutely, okay? You are a moving... You're an SUV that flies, okay? Like, this doesn't... This doesn't bode well, okay? You can't get drunk in this manner. But... Charlize Theron, okay, when you dissect everything that's happened here, okay, she leaves him without, because he doesn't have any memory, and she thinks, she's like, okay, I can get away now, okay? So this guy wakes up no memory of who he is, what's happened, um, he doesn't know he's been dumped, but does because he has two movie tickets in his pocket, okay? Uh, knows he was with somebody, but, you know, hasn't seen this person since, okay? Uh, is obviously destroyed as a person psychologically. He is an alcoholic, okay, which I think is a honestly a very defensible thing, okay? Like, it's something that you cannot at a moment control, okay? Just because he's a superhero doesn't mean he has a superhuman mind, okay? Um, you can still be susceptible to things. He also is somebody that has superpowers, and even though he is destroyed, still attempts to help people. This woman has superpowers and decides to hide. She doesn't try and help anybody other than the one per the two people in front of her. She hides. She doesn't confront him. She could have broke up with him to his face. Okay, you could have explained everything to him and said, "Listen, I can't do this anymore. We should be on opposite sides of the earth." Okay. Also, if I, okay, and here's the biggest thing, and you know what, I was going to save it for later, but fuck it, okay, I'm going (laughs) to, this is the thing that bothers me the most about this movie, okay, she knows, and it has already been explained, that when they are together, they become, 
like a mortal. Say, uh, mortal. They slowly okay, become they, more mortal. Yes. Yeah, they slowly become more mortal. You visit him in the hospital with bullet wounds. Okay. <laughs> Hold on to him <laughs> and are like, okay. I'm going to explain everything to you now. You know what that should have been? A phone call. Okay. A phone call from a very far location. That's what that should have been. Problem solved, y'all. Okay. Problem solved, team. I did it. Made a phone call. Explained it to him. He got better because I was, I flew over to Italy because it takes me 10 seconds. Okay. You, what, what, why? Like it's, it it could have fixed everything because then these guys show up. This guy's all healed up. I'm ready to bounce. I'm ready to go. Okay. I have all the answers I need and all the moral will I want. Okay. And now I can thrash the four men that just showed up to take over this hospital. No damage done. All right. Okay. I mean, I, I can see it from your perspective. Oh, I just think you're so mad. I think you're so wrong. I think you're so wrong. She uh, has the this... ability to help people. She doesn't help anybody. Ignore. Okay. So ignoring that for a second. Okay. This movie is about a woman trying to get away from her drunken and abusive ex. That is that. Is, that, that is, is it is never established that he was an alcoholic before they started. He, she said she left because he kept trying to save her and he was going to die. But she says it always ends this way where it's like they're both together. So this is, I don't know, like Hancock's clearly a jerk. He clearly has a thing about being called an asshole, right? He clearly, uh, un- unreasonable, the point where he's throwing children into the sky for calling him an asshole, which given the fact that he has this weird propensity for shoving other men's heads up other men's asses, <laughs> uh, I think is a pretty light criticism. Like, uh, I'm sorry, Rebecca, someone calls me an asshole, it's water off of my back. You know what I mean? I'm going to be like, what a, what a mild insult. Meanwhile, this guy has the strength of like, a thousand men or whatever, and he's throwing child bullies so, into the atmosphere. Okay, but so, why is his trigger? Because it is a trigger, okay? Because that's exactly what it is. It's, yes. it, it is something that it, it resonates differently in his mind than it would with other people, probably because this was yelled at him several times before in an emotional relationship, okay? Um, why is his trigger of being called an asshole any different than her trigger of being called crazy? It's not. I d- and here's the thing. I don't think those two are good together. I think that just shows that it's not just him starting with amnesia that's bad. Mm-hmm. It's like they have a bad history together. When they finally figure it out, she says, I'm stronger than you. They've clearly been in physical fights with each other before. And here she was, was like, this is a chance to make my break. I'm going to go. I'm going to get further apart. It's, it's literally about a relationship that is killing her. She she says she is drawn. Like oh, if a we're looking at physics. this from a from a metaphor standpoint, I absolutely agree with you. I don't think this movie's cutting that deep. That's my <laughs> argument. Okay, if we're talking about this in the sense of like metaphors and like, okay, yeah, absolutely, this reads as she was in an abusive relationship. She got away when she could. She's hiding. She's found happiness. 
yeah. with a new guy. She's found a family. She does not want to live that lifestyle anymore. Mm-hmm. She wants to be But she's normal. also camped out into somebody's life and not given them the information on her own. Okay. She has shown up in a place where she is not going to age, which will become noticeable at a moment. Okay. <laughs> she cannot, she doesn't age. She has not, I, I am sorry. I have a fundamental problem. If I was living with a superhero and I didn't know they were a superhero the whole time, do you know how pissed I would be? I'd be like, dude, do you know how many chores you could have done around here, motherfucker? Do you know what you could have picked up? I had to hire a moving crew. Do you know how expensive that was? Okay. to move this over, okay? Uh, (laughs) And you couldn't tell me that you can lift a couch with your hand, okay, with with one single arm? I'd be so pissed. I'd be so mad. I think you're overlooking one very good positive of this, which is that you are uh, a Jason Bateman type uh, married to a forever young Charlize Theron. That oh, is dude, that. I'm not saying that that's... A, I'm just saying if I'm getting married to somebody, if they, these two were dating, okay, because we're describing that they've been in this relationship since this the, since his kid was in diapers, okay? So yeah. this was a while ago. We've been doing this for a minute, okay? It's not like they just got together and he doesn't know her past or whatever. It's like they've been married. They've been together for years now, okay? And you didn't have... You didn't say anything at any point. Like, at what point do you say something? Because this guy's going to notice it at a, at a moment, okay? And it's I think it'd be way better once this person has already married, committed to you. I think they've maybe proven themselves to uh, receive the truth, okay? Maybe they've earned that, okay? And maybe this woman isn't also the most stable person because her first move is to throw this dude through a fucking wall instead of being like, let me explain a few things. Okay, she never wants to explain anything to him. She throws him through a wall and then blames it on him. But that's, okay? what, that's what I mean. Both of them are bad together and they bring out the worst things better. You see her You see her before like being mm-hmm. like, violence isn't the way to solve it. We don't do that. This is what mm-hmm. this type of person does. I think there's something about their physiology as these like... Uh, um, immortal things that is like causing them. Like you saw when they got together, like hurricanes fucking started. You know what oh, I mean? Absolutely. Like they're feeding and I'm not saying they other. should not be together, but why does one person deserve closure and the other not? Okay. Based off of the fact that we don't know anything about their prior relationship, other than the fact that Will Smith kept trying to save her life and almost dying for it. Okay. It's this movie runs under the assumption that Charlize Theron knows better what's knows what's better for him than he does, makes the decision herself, and this guy just gets to wander around thinking he's the only fucking person of his type. Okay? He, she gives him no closure, no explanation. Okay? If she was in the other position, if she woke up, like, no memory, no recollection, okay, there's a really good chance that she turns out the same way he does. Well, and I think that's maybe what both of our arguments come down to is, was he like this before the amnesia or not? Yeah. I'm going to say he was to a certain extent. I think probably abusive, uh, temperamental at the very least. Um, you know, they, they, they do say in the thing that this has happened so many times where they get together, they break up, they get together, they break up. It's always like a conflict, right? 
that to me is like there was always problems going way way far back. Everyone else has been able to. Uh, they said there was more of them, made it up and died. Yeah, but she like, said that that's what leads that that's what sets him apart is that he has the need to save people. He is a savior. It is like within him to save people. It was never like if she said that the reason they got like she's like you always used to drink. It to me this plot line is very much set up. This man drinks because of his circumstance at this moment. He has turned into an asshole because he is he even says it. He, I am alone. Okay, I don't know what I'm doing. Now, to defend the people that are against him. Oh, yeah. So easy. Okay, in the sense of, as far as society's standpoint of like, yeah, you know what? Every time you land, you give us a new huge pothole. As a woman that lives in Toronto, I have to say, that would be a huge grievance with me as well. Oh, my sweet Lord. We can agree on that, Rebecca, because I wrote (laughs) this down. Uh, Jason Bateman and Charlize Theron live in a cul-de-sac. Yeah. Do you know how hard it is to get the city to repave a cul-de-sac? Yeah. Do you know how Do you know how low down a cul-de-sac is on their like list of things to do? Do not give a shit. You know, if he lands in the middle of Young Street in downtown Toronto, that thing's getting repaved. Oh yeah, that every time there's sack? no fucking way. There's but so much there destruction. Like there's that scene right off the top of this movie where it's like the police chief just screaming into a camera, like we can't afford this city. Like Stop this it. man's a menace. Like this is insane. We can't handle this. And I know that's supposed to be very much like, oh, you know, like he's not seeing the good in this. And I'm like, I wouldn't either. <laughs> that's <laughs> this, this so is- insane because. If and I'm gonna I'm gonna get like technical on you, okay? Like this is and I know I'm digging probably a little too deep for Hancock, but if you're looking at it in the sense of like millions of dollars, if you spent millions of dollars to save one life, you actually just killed a lot of other people. Okay, because Ooh, those those dollars triage. can go anywhere. They can go in a hospital. You're you're taking money away from hospitals, you're taking away money for like shelter, food. Services because these are ta- this is taxable dollars. Okay, if you got this guy in destroying buildings and the 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 fucking city has to come in and fix it, like this is you're literally killing other people. That's that is a deep dive. That's harsh. I know, but you're right. It's, you're it's, absolutely it right. Is, though it is the truth, and you see the all these superhero movies, and again, not the point of them. <laughs> <laughs> like I understand that I am being a. Like I, I, I am a the point is <laughs> I am a drenched quilt right now by saying this. Okay, I understand, but <laughs> all of the all of these destruction dollars, it, it it's always breezed over, and especially in this movie because it is literally impossible that this man has not killed other people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, uh, he killed somebody on on camera. We saw it. Which guy? Uh, well, so when he saves Jason Bateman from uh, the train, he just lets the train run into him. The conductor yes. is dead. The conductor is dead of that train. I thought we don't see we don't see him die. No, but we like, yeah, but we see him like kind of out of the window. He seems fine. Oh, they okay. they wrote it like he's fine. They, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They wrote it like he's fine because I went to clock that. Physic, and, physics standpoint, there's absolutely oh. no way no, no, a train no. moving that fast. But is. but I think that's the only pocket that this movie kind of has that it likes to hang out in and like, oh, look at all these videos of you being a dick. And it's never that he's a dick like he killed somebody else, 
but it it's it's impossible with the way that they've written them. I would also argue that uh, shoving a head up someone's ass is probably going to do significant damage to both both men. Uh, I honestly want I that to me, and this is so bad. But I'm like, what? What male comic suggested that in the writers' room? <laughs> what person? <laughs> Really pushed yeah. for that scene. <laughs> it seemed a little much, didn't it? it? It really seemed like it was placed in such an odd manner of like, I don't think that guy needed to have something shoved up his butt. But I think you could have picked him up and moved him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something else. Like the throwing the kid. Here's the thing. Is that I kind of think everybody is a dick in this movie. <laughs> okay. Except for like the... The kid's not a dick. Jason Bateman, uh, I can kind of take him or leave him. Okay. I I think they really write him as like a, uh, he's like this really nice, caring guy. He's going to extend himself. All I really see is a guy that got his life saved and then needed to make it even. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's, it, to me, that it, it I don't know. To me, you're not a good person if you do good things after somebody's done something good for you. And I know they write him in like, okay, he's going to all these big corporations and like trying to get them to give away things for free. I'm like, oh, okay, so he's also bad at his job. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like he, he, that's he, a bad presentation. Oh, Great idea. Terrible execution. Can you imagine going into a meeting and ignoring any question anybody else asks because it's not the question you want to hear? <laughs> Like this, I'm like, oh, you're you're just bad at this. Uh, you're not you're not good. You need to. Yeah. Also, uh, I want you to give all your TB drugs away for free. You don't just say you get a little logo and we get free drugs. You go. This is the benefit I see for your brand. Here's this the is the financial you would receive right. as like some sort of boost because people would recognize you. Like we know this percentage of the population shops morally <laughs> yeah i, I don't yeah, know like what the you, number you, you do know a I mean. business pitch in a business meeting as well <laughs> yeah, yeah i guess that's Both. what we're saying there should be like some charts or numbers or like yeah uh, this is the value to your br- yeah yeah he's very you know what I mean? like job. a like a laser pointer or something some <laughs> you can tell i've never been to a business meeting yeah like, just <laughs> just put on a suit and a laser pointer yeah, 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 yeah. wear a tie uh, just <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just yeah, saying words I associate with, with business yeah. meeting. Chairs, tables, you're in a room. Um, Spreadsheets. <laughs> Spreadsheets. Uh, somebody get uh, the coffee. Uh. Yeah, like I don't think, I don't think these board, okay, because again, it's written like these board members are dicks, but it's just like, but this, you you know this is what this is, okay? I hate them, of course, because well, you've listened to me before. I don't need to explain this anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't like them, but in the sense of like, you know, are these be- like these men are just literally doing what these people do? Like they're just doing their job. They're like you. You're not presenting any information that would incentivize us to go forward with this thought. Okay, you've given us you've given us a little heart. <laughs> that's it. Uh, that's. That's, that's it. That's all you've given us. Yeah, like, and they even asked for fair follow up questions, like, "Oh, who else do you have on board with this?" 
And you, and then he tries to kind of lie. <laughs> like it's actually like my son's team. And then you cut to his son, and you're like, oh, I just wouldn't have mentioned that at all, probably. <laughs> like if I was a yeah, just you can be the first. Yeah, uh, lots of interesting. I've set up lots of meetings. You my Timbits hockey league. You know, <laughs> just just ridiculous. <gasps> Uh, I will say this movie makes a very strong point for a Lex Luthor type. Uh, I think, yeah, I think if Lex Luthor is in this being like, this is a dangerous alien, he's causing destruction to our thing. We need to learn how to take him out. Like basically Lex Luthor in this would be the super, would be the hero of this movie. Yeah. And we have argued for him in the past (laughs) (laughs) as we are one to do. I, yeah, I think, so to go back to kind of like the, cause it's, it's supposed to be this whole thing at the beginning where it's like, Oh, society kind of beats him down. They're kind of right. They're kind of wrong. There's this like gray area of like, they're he's, ungrateful. They're so, ungrateful, uh, but we could also see why. And I'm like, you know what? I just don't think I, I, I just think I just genuinely agree <laughs> of like, Yeah, if you're going to superhero drunk, don't do it at all. Like, I don't... Yeah, I can get behind that. You know what I mean? If somebody was, you know, driving drunk, they noticed somebody was going to jump off a bridge, they got out of their car, saved that person, but then immediately got into a car accident. Like, it's, it's like, yeah, you're allowed to say they shouldn't have gotten into the car accident. You're allowed to say that. That's okay at that moment. You're not saying they shouldn't have saved the other person. You're saying, oh, maybe <laughs> maybe don't also get in the car afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I feel like... Uh, maybe you should have been doing this walking. There's like, some personal responsibility there, too. Like, if you... Yeah, you're not... Uh, you're not going to get hurt by flying through a freeway sign, but... All the cars on the highway probably are like it's yeah. I I do like this movie for the fact that they acknowledge that all this superhero destruction has a cost. Like yes, I do like that. That is a plot point of this movie because it is always breezed over in other movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It like, it's a it's a nice add-in, and I will say, and I don't know how you feel, Craig, but um, I liked this movie better than I remembered. I remember the first time I watched it, I kind of, like, I, I I think I maybe watched it one time and was like, that was, ugh, meh, whatever. And now, and I don't know if maybe it's just because I'm so smitten with an hour and a half superhero movie. Oh, yeah, like, hour oh, and a half, real tight. Oh, I put oh. that on, and I was like, thank God. But there's something about it where I'm like, and I'm if it was, and again, probably if it was two hours, I wouldn't have liked it. But because it's so quick and the the plot moves along and like, you know, the the characters are more dynamic than them just being superheroes. I kind of like it. For sure. And I think probably, yeah, I think it's aged better than I thought. I will say it's like, it's not so much of a superhero movie as you think it's going to be. Yeah. Um, So maybe that's the misdirect. I think I remember watching it when it came out and thinking it was fine. And I think I had the same uh experience now i mean i feel like we've been exposed to sort of the superhero genre a lot more since this movie came out oh yeah i i would say yeah the yeah the disney dollars helped <laughs> yeah. yeah 
Yeah, look, and I think I think um, if this movie came out now, it would probably land a little better. I don't know, or have more to say about the superhero genre in general. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. I just think I went in kind of going. I thought I was just going to be calling. Going into this movie in the scope that we watch these movies in, I kind of thought I was going in going like, okay, I'm just going to be talking about how Hancock's an asshole the whole time. Because sometimes we do have episodes like that where it's just like, oh, you know, not not even that the villain's necessarily right, but the hero's so wrong that, like, <laughs> it kind of makes the villain yeah, more, like... we have wandered into protagonist is wrong territory yeah, yeah, and I kind of thought that that was going to be the thing, but honestly, watching through this, I still really, I'm like, I kept going, I'm like, Charlene Theron's a dick, man. What a dick move to leave this guy, he doesn't know what's going, no closure, I think, is my problem, is my fundamental problem. He can start fresh, he can create his own life, he can... Not when you're the only person the way you are, you know what I mean, like... <laughs> Like hey, if Superman I, didn't have a problem with it. Superman was the only one he did. He he was raised fine. But he knew it from a child. Oh, uh, yeah. Knowing know. something from when you're a kid and growing up in it, in that knowledge, it, it, I think also with a support system of two parents versus waking up in a hospital alone, you didn't even remember that you maybe had superpowers. Okay, the needle breaks... You've got two movie tickets in your pocket. Yeah. I mean, I could understand why uh, things start going down the way they start going down. Uh, I will say, love the love the AA stuff. And normally I'm not like a super fan of that kind of thing because it's like kind of, you know, there's like that religious tone or whatever. Sure. But I love just a bunch of men in a room talking emotionally and accepting each other is just very nice, and I would like to see a lot more of it consistently. That was actually a surprisingly nice moment in this, where it's like there's that montage of him constantly saying, I don't have anything to say, I don't have anything to say, and then it just comes to him that one time, and they go, come on, man. And he goes, my name's Hancock, I, I drink and stuff. And they just like, they're like, yeah, that's it, that's all you need to say. Yeah, and, and they, they encourage him, him and it's like, for that. Like, okay. I really, I, I like that because I don't think that's something that gets depicted a lot uh, in anything, really. Uh, and I like that it kind of started like it was a joke. Like this guy's like, you know, like I'm, you know, it's, I'm strangling people. It's easy. It's strangle people. But, you know, it's the guy in the mirror. And but it gets like more serious as the montage goes on. And I like that they just didn't make it a constant joke of these criminals in yeah. In a room, like, oh, like, because every every line could have been that way. You know what I mean? Of just like, oh, this is my crime, and this is, like, the the emotional thing I have. And it's funny because they're so different, and we're just going to keep pounding that home again and again and again. Um, so I would say, yeah, in that sense, like, I, I, I kind of like that vein of it. I can't pick out anything in this movie that I was, like, didn't age well. To me, at least. I can't uh, think of it. Other than I could say the ass homo- thing. There's a few yeah. homophobic. Uh, so, so like yeah, the yeah, yeah. the head up the ass. There's like one or two, but it it wasn't like so prominent where anything would. Like, you, you know what I mean? 
like like I found tag as problematic and it came out last year. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So uh, I'll, I'll give it a little more leeway, a little more credit than I would something that came out like last year with the exact same tone. Yeah, it's it's a more sensitive movie about kind of uh, trauma and recovery than it has any right to be redemption kind of thing. It's like yeah. it's like this is a very silly and dumb premise, uh, but it kind of it kind of pulls it off a little bit. Like there's there's some like genuine care for these characters and the predicaments they're in. Yeah, it would have been uh, to say it just would have been really easy to make this a comedy action and yes. it kind of reads a little more of this like drama like and maybe there's that's a little more it, interpersonal relationships that sort of thing and maybe that's the reason why it's better or it you have better view of it now it's like because there's not the bait and switch right mm-hmm. where you're just like i want to go see will smith for an hour and a half say uh don't call me an asshole and giving mega wedgies and stuff uh <laughs> and then you're like oh this was about something kind of um yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I like that. That should be the the tagline of this movie. It's about something, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> about something, kind of. I don't know. We're kind of doing something out uh, here. I mean, to to say, I, even the first scene of this, when we float in, the first thing Hancock does is, like, devastate half of the police chasing them. <laughs> Did you notice that? Just, oh, like, yeah. ripping it's- cars up, like... It's crazy. Well, that's right after he wakes up drunk and sexually assaults a woman on the street. Oh, uh, yeah. oh I'm sorry. Yes, I had that. I can't believe I didn't mention that. Wow, Craig. Thank you for... I wrote that. I was like, the first thing he does is call it, like, get mad at a small child and try and touch a woman's ass. Yeah. Which is, honestly, there's a level of commitment to that that I do find phenomenal. Can you imagine waking up groggily Okay, and your first thing is I'm gonna I, I I'm gonna go for somebody's butt. I can't imagine. I can barely make it towards a coffee. Like, how do you? I don't know how you wake up that way, man. That's that's some wild shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, can you imagine? Uh, you know, like, I even uh, don't sexually. I don't sexually assault before I've had my coffee in the morning. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't picture racist people waking up like oh the jews like you know what i mean like i don't i can't i think it it, it takes people a minute or at least i hope it does because because if you're waking up with that fire in you oh you're on a whole other level you are irredeemable like we can't even pull you back from the dark side okay like you have (laughs) fundamental evil in your soul like there is no redemption like i know there have certainly been days where i need my coffee before i can be a good person uh (laughs) no but i'm just if that's the first thing that enters your brain like that must just be who you are. Like I, That's a, oh, excellent point, Rebecca. Almost as if Hancock has always been this way. Yeah. Oh, oh, interesting. I'm not gonna uh, honestly, Craig. I'm not gonna argue with you on that point because <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I can't yep. imagine waking up and that being the first. Because I again, yeah, I forgot that and I had it written down, but did not re- revisit that part of my notes. Like yeah, that's that's horrifying, man. Like I wake up. It, with anxiety, like, cause I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's, 
It's me. I'm anxious. Like, that's where I wake up. I go, oh, what's the problem today? <laughs> and I figure it out really quickly because, you know, I can't live five minutes of my life without yeah. anxiety. I, it needs to be constant. And uh, I, w- I will say I've never woken up with, like, a mouth that tastes like whiskey and uh, a bad headache from drinking the night before and confidently said, I bet I can get some. Like... <laughs> You know what I mean? I don't feel attractive in that moment. I don't feel well. I don't feel... Oh, well, those are two different things, Craig. (laughs) Can I get some and whether I feel attractive are two very different things. And if I already taste like whiskey, there's a pretty good chance something's already happened. Anyway. (laughs) Um, I did want to take a brief moment to talk about just the actual villain of the movie, which we both agree is indefensible. Oh, light uh, speed I, indefensible, man. Yeah. This, this guy. Red if, or whatever I think his name is. Um, they literally give him a hook. Like, yeah. uh, what, do you, what do you want from me? <laughs> like, but I, he straps I, children with dynamite. <laughs> Craig. Very bad dude. <laughs> I'm not defending him. I'm not okay, going to do good, that. Okay, good, because it sounded like your tone. I was like, we're about to jump into something yeah. different. Um, and I, I will not hear a good word. Uh, no, what I what I was going to say is I feel like, and I don't want to push the movie for to two hours to make this happen, so maybe <laughs> it's right. But I feel like he's actually a far more interesting villain. They hinted at him being a far more interesting villain than he was on screen. Let me put it that way. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Because they kind of just have this throwaway where he used to be a psychology professor at Stanford University and has this ability to um, convince criminals of various backgrounds to do what he says. The, it's a throwaway. Did I fall asleep? No. Did I black out? We had the air conditioner on, so I also had the subtitles on as we yeah. were playing because it's kind of like that. So it may have been something like playing on the background in a TV but like because it was subtitles, I noticed it. Um, mm-hmm. But but the idea that both both of these characters, Hancock and uh, and Charlize Theron's character, are sort of dealing with trauma and things like that, and then this villain who is opposing them is a former psychologist who basically brainwashes people. It feels like there's the pieces are there. You know what I mean? It feels like there's something else to be said about that. Oh that yeah, because then all of happened. the because then you you start going into how uh, the people around him are at least defensible. You right. know what I mean? Because it's like, oh, these these guys have been like super hyper manipulated in some way or what have you. But uh, that is such a. Such a weird, deep throwaway. You know what I mean? To kind of slip in and then never revisit. It is weird. And I guess maybe it's just <laughs> maybe thrown it was in the there. editing. Because well, sometimes I mean. that happens. It's sure. it's just like it's literally like you know they had that in there and they couldn't cut it out and it pertained to another scene they had that never made it to the movie because they knew the perfect action movie was a tight hour and, hour and a half. And a half. Keep it like that. Toit hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, man, I can't believe that. No, I didn't even clock that at all. Yeah, that would have been way more interesting for sure. Because I think it has something more to say too about like the trauma psychology. Like, because the the movie is about psychology. It's about like you know amnesia and being mm-hmm. left and like bad relationships and substance abuse. So to have 
And I don't know what the angle is, and maybe that's why it was dropped, but it feels like mm-hmm. that's like a... It Here's what it felt like. It, it felt like, uh, you know, the whole thing where they're like, why is the Joker the opposite of a bat? Like, why is... Why is a clown the arch nemesis of a bat? It makes no sense yeah. until you actually, <laughs> right? Until you know, understand kind of why, what Batman represents and what the Joker represents. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, they're very much like, like opposites of each other, just not metaphorically. Uh, and it felt like that to me. It felt like, why is a psychologist uh, the polar opposite or the, 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 um, antithesis of a Hancock character, right? Like what's the, well, that makes but that would make sense to me is, uh, like if I'm writing that, that makes sense to me because you have a person having a, you're, you're who's actively having a breakdown and to have a villain that could, uh, that is like a psychologist and convince you of things that aren't ooh, true. Like, the, and like those two things really play in well together to me. Like I could see why those two things would be lined up, but yeah. it's never that's never used really. He's a um, generic villain. It turns yes, out, it, absolutely. Yeah. He's a generic villain. Although to say, I think uh, what might have happened here is that uh, the dynamic between Charlie's Theron and um, Will Smith, it's just more interesting. True. It's it is just simply it, it's a more interesting uh, opposition, like a uh, two people fighting each other, two ideas. They're both we're supposed to consider them both heroes or good people in at least certain senses. Like they are, we still are supposed to be rooting for them. You don't want either of them to die. You want That's them true. to thrive, survive, what have you. Um, but I just think. Uh, well, maybe they're both equally shitty. <laughs> Honestly, I, after that ass thing, because, yeah, dude, We've I know it's such a small thing, but just to wake up and have that instinct in your heart is like a whole thing. Like, I yeah. can't. That's that's true nature right there. I, I, as soon as you said that, I was like, you know what? I might need to take back <laughs> all of my argument. Like, it's and it's it, it is legitimately five seconds of this film. Yeah, it's it, it, yeah, it's weird how that like such a small moment. And decision changes it because you easily could have had him just walk up or wake up on a bench drunk and that's it, right? Yeah. He carries on with the movie. You'd never see that. It doesn't matter. Um, you know, I have never, like, I, I just don't think I've ever woken up with hate in my heart. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> like, I just, I don't think I've ever felt that way. Like, it always. I've even, hated decisions I've made. Oh, no. And even. <laughs> Like I go to bed like mad because you know you go. I've gone to bed furious before. That's never a piece of advice I followed of never going to bed mad because like uh, sometimes girls gotta sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes (laughs) an angry woman needs rest. Okay, anger is exhausting because it will only yeah, and especially for me like I'm somebody I I I'm not fun in a fight. <laughs> I don't think anybody is, but I'm also like, I get, I get tired really quickly. Like I just get tired out extremely quickly. Um, which I know does not seem, you would think it's the total opposite. I know, like, I know we go on this podcast and argue for a full hour and then Craig and I record two more episodes after that. And I can do that. But if it's like an emotional argument, I, I will tap out in like five minutes. I can't handle I, it. 
Rebecca, I, I completely understand what you're saying. I, I find emotion so exhausting. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so tired. I'm so like, I, I've literally, I, I've had so many depression naps. It would be insane. Like yeah. I, sometimes and I just she, fall asleep, not because I'm tired. Cause like my brain's like, no, 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 no. It's, it's like literally my brain's like petting me down or something like, no, shh, 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 shh. go to bed, go to bed. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, it, it feels like it, it takes more brain power than like, really emotionally intense moments mm-hmm. uh, and, and feelings and things like that. It feels like it's taking more brain power to process what's going on and, and how you feel about it than like me doing math or like some intensive task, you know? I, and exactly. I've, I've always felt, I'm so glad you said that because I've always felt weird about that. Um, where it's like, you know, my sisters wouldn't be able to sleep. They'd be so upset they can't sleep. Mm-hmm. And me, I'd be like, I'm so upset I need to go lie down. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I, I can, I've been wow. on both sides of that. <laughs> I'm also like, I'm like crazy with fight. Like I can't, uh, I was talking to somebody one time and I was like, you know, when you're like fighting with somebody and you just like, you, you just start feeling like you're dying and they're like, no, that's, that's not a normal thing. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm just having a panic attack every time. Apparently. <laughs> oh, good. I just thought that was a thing we all felt. But the point is, I, and when I started this, three minute rant. I, I did have one um, is that if I go to bed mad, like really mad, like the most mad I've ever been in my life, when I wake up, it's going to at least take me 10 minutes to remember and to get back <laughs> into that thing. It's not, I, I can't, I don't wake up with, with, with anger. I wake up and you kind of slowly, you start slowly remembering your life and like things that you were mad about or you're anxious about or whatever. It's like it's like having but one I've of those never... big long light switch things where <laughs> you just you like clunk, just like clunk, clunk, like you're turning them all on. And the lights yeah, are kind of flickering. Exactly, yeah. that's exactly what it is. I've never woken up and gone, oh, and another thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just not. It's not. Yeah. It, it I, will not happen. <laughs> I, I get it. Uh, anything else you want to say about Hancock or? Uh, I uh, no. I just think. I think it's, it's turned into a more complicated one than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I just honestly, I think Charlize Theron's character was was more was more incorrect than the movie kind of led it to believe in my mind. But that is only with a stipulation that like they were kind of chill, and the only problem was he kept dying. If that's the only, if that was the only, if he was an abusive person, then yeah, shut it yeah. down. Flush him down the toilet. Shut it all down. You made the right choice, girl. You did your thing. Get it. Love it. Love it for you. And that's how I read it. So I guess that's why we're opposed. Um, but yeah, I guess now it's time to give our definitive rankings of how good uh, the villain is. Oh. <laughs> okay. So for mine, I did the breakup scale because I really, truly think that this is, this is a breakup movie. It's a breakup movie. Um, where was my... Oh, yes. Okay. So I did the breakup scale. So from uh, the time, the one time I broke up with a guy by hitting his car with my heel to um, King Henry VIII, I'm going to give him... <laughs> I'm going to give them collectively... I'm going to give them a Ross and Rachel. Okay. We don't like you. Get over your shit. You shouldn't have been together. You shouldn't be together. Separate, goddammit. <laughs> I agree. Uh, so I'm going to rank uh, Mary Charlie Theron's character, uh, and I'm going to rank her on uh, 
in honor of Hancock, I'm going to rank her on the powerful drunks scale. Uh, so drunks, famous drunks who also seem <laughs> to have a lot of power, uh, much like Hancock. Uh, so on a scale from Ernest Hemingway, uh, to Winston Churchill, uh, I'm going to give her a solid Ulysses S grant, uh, because, uh, bit of an ass, but they've been through a bunch and, uh, so their shit is forgivable. Oh my God, dude, I, I, this is such like a small side thing, but I just have to say the funniest thing I've ever heard somebody say in, in accordance to like things they did when they were drunk. One time we were talking to this guy and somebody said they were like, oh, hey, do you remember that time you fought that car? And his response was, which time? <laughs> I I couldn't. I thought that was the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. I died when he said, "Which time?" (laughs) Like there would, of course, be multiple times. Like, why wouldn't you fight a vehicle? (laughs) Which time is a very funny response? Yeah, to to, a lot of questions. Actually, anything. Yeah, (laughs) to a lot of questions. Just, dear listeners, keep that in the back of your hand. It's like, do you remember that time that you fell in the lake? Uh, Because. You were, you know, tackling an octopus floating. You're like, which time? Which Hilarious. Time? Make you hit at parties. Uh, <laughs> but guys, uh, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, which we're going to get to momentarily, uh, as always, a couple ways you can support the podcast. Uh, so first of all, um, if you enjoy the podcast, uh, please uh, leave us a quick review on iTunes or whatever app you use. Helps other people discover the podcast and uh, helps us move up in the rankings. Um, if you want to reach out to us, let us know what you thought about this episode. Uh, maybe what you thought about Hancock, who the real villain is, uh, whether Charlie Theron or Will Smith. Uh, let us know. You can reach out to us uh, on Twitter. We're at VWR Podcast. Um, so that's Villain Was Right Podcast, VWR. Um, or uh, Villain Was Right on Facebook. You can also hit us up if you have any suggestions or uh, compliments or, uh, you know, uh, mild criticisms. Uh, you can. <laughs> mild uh, criticisms. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna really take us to town, you know, just uh, d- don't write um, <laughs> or be really funny. Red be really funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you can obviously uh, email us at uh, uh, villainwasright at gmail and we do read that. We try and get back to you. So uh, yeah, get in touch and as everyone. always, if you're looking for some extra content or you just want you just like us and you're like these kids deserve. A couple of bucks. Why not, team? Then you can head over to our Patreon. What is it? Patreon.com slash villain was right, I believe. Oh, <laughs> God. It's almost like this. Sh- <laughs> I should know it. It's almost like I've been listening to it before. Um, yeah, head over there. We've got, we have two bonus episodes a month. Uh, you can, uh, choose, uh, voting. You can also, you got a little, you've got more sway, obviously what our bonus episodes are going to be. So if there's something you really want us to talk about, we will listen to your suggestions, love suggestions, hit us up, um, couple of tears there. Yeah. Again, if you just want to help a couple of Canadian artists out a couple bucks a month, hit us up on that. And if you can't, Thanks for listening, man. We're glad you're here either way. Uh, And thanks for being fans. And if you're already a Patreon, thanks for being the super fans. And now it is time for our favorite time. Here's Here's the the villains of the week, week, baby. What do you got? Um, Okay, so I've got, uh, I have a hero. 
last week you did uh, some content bumps, and I honestly, I just want to, I want to do a big content bump right now because I've watched something that I think might be the most perfect piece of entertainment I've ever seen, and I just want to give a big, sh- uh, a, a big shout out uh, to to the best, to the queen, to the to the pinnacle of entertainment. Michaela Cole, okay. Michaela Cole has put out an HBO series called um, I May Destroy You. And this is like, this is her. You know what I mean? Like, she is the writer, producer, lead actor. Like, she has her hand in absolutely everything to do with this program. And it is one of the best things I've ever watched. It Okay, now, first of all, it, it, if you get sad easily or it, it is about it, it, it's about sexual assault so get your triggers up okay so get ready for that if you can't handle it don't watch this okay do not watch this next show next show okay but if you want to see one of the most accurate portrayals of um uh, of uh sexual assault the fallout the feelings um characters motivation any of it like it's just it's so well written the soundtrack slamming uh, costumes are phenomenal. C- cinematography is phenomenal. Watch this show. I cannot get enough of it. It's so good. It makes me just want to be a better person. And yeah, and, heard, and rant. <laughs> I've heard phenomenal things about it. I haven't checked it out yet. It's, it's one of those things. So where like, good, Craig. Like it's so good. I haven't felt this way. I know this sounds weird because the this was right. Um, the last time I watched something that like affected me in this way was when I watched Eighth Grade, uh, ah. written by Bo Burnham. I cannot to this day believe that that was written by a man. <laughs> I'm like, that is, it's so like, there's just one or two scenes in it that are chillingly accurate. And it's just like, to me, it's like if you took those scenes and you expanded them out into a whole universe. And Michaela Cole has captured that like so perfectly. It's so well written. It's so beautiful. It's just, it's perfect. It's perfection. And it's not one of those series that, um, because some drama series, because uh, it's a drama comedy, but some of these series um, turn into almost like, like a, it, like this Handmaid's Tale, like we're torturing you in a sense. Like it's just, it's, it, you, you never feel like you get any redemption. This isn't exactly like that. You still get your moments. So it never feels, it's heavy, it's heavy as hell. Okay. And I'm not going to say it's not heavy as hell, but you do get your moments. And that's what I like about it. That's great. We'll have to check it out for sure. Um, and hopefully we're going to shoot over to Craig for something lighter. <laughs> Yeah, a little lighter. Uh, uh, Yeah, so this is my villain this week is a certain type of response to information. And I'm not exactly sure that these are all the same, uh, but there's something about them that just runs through them that I get. So uh, recently I've been having to like repair certain things and I'm like looking to replace stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. So like... And it occurred to me, so I'm doing a lot of online research about products and also like trying to, and I remember the first one is when anytime I've gone to get something fixed and they're like, what happened to it? And I'm like, (laughs) oh, you know, like this happened to a watch before. It's like, I dropped dropped it, you know, and then it stopped working. And the response is always like, well, you're really not supposed to drop it. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, what happened to your laptop? 
I was working. I knocked some water on it. You know, you're really not supposed to get your laptop wet. It's like, yeah, I don't think these two things are unconnected. You know I what I mean? Like, that they think that that's not screaming through your head the moment it happens. Exactly. <laughs> like, I, I spilt water on my laptop. I'm here to get my laptop fixed. This is not a con- this is not a desirable outcome. I am not perplexed by this. I but that's what happened. Like I know prob- I I can't think of anything in the world that has ever been maybe a parachute that has been designed to be dropped. Everything else you're just not supposed to drop things. So that's kind of like the the repair aspect of it. And then you're looking to replace let's say something. And so I've been looking up, you know, like reviews on Amazon and they have these things which are the frequently asked questions on a product. And some of those can be super helpful. Stuff like, uh, can I run this application on this? Or does this work with this, uh, this hardware? What, like, does it come with batteries? And so many fucking times I've seen where the res- first response there is like, does this come with batteries? And the number one response is, I don't know. I didn't buy this product. Like, so why are you weighing in? <laughs> like, the insanity of that to me is like you're sitting in uh, like English class in high school and the teacher is like, what does the wind represent? And someone being like, oh, oh, pick me. I didn't read the book. Like, it's, <laughs> like just these, this insane thing of having to be, uh, having, having to be heard. And I know they're probably trying to game algorithms and stuff like that on Amazon. That's fine. But then this also happens on like Facebook or like anytime you're asking for advice for something, right. Where it's like, I've been trying to like debug something and get something to work. And I've posted it on Facebook cause I can't find it on a forum anywhere or something. Just like maybe one of my friends can help me out. And it's something like, hi, I've got an iPhone. Um, I'm trying to make it do this. I'm not really sure how to do it. And people just fucking ignore the premise of the question altogether where they're like, you're like, I have an iPhone. How do I do this on an iPhone? And their response will be like, you should have gotten an Android. And you're like, that doesn't fucking help anybody. Just Uh, why did you need to speak (laughs) to do this? Have you ever seen anybody pop off in a comment section? Like in the uh, manner that you are right now? Cause that's my, that is my favorite. I would say one time I saw this woman, it was for a recipe. Okay. I look yeah. I look at tons of recipes online, right? And it was on all recipes. And it was weird because I kept looking at all the recipe or all the like because I'm always looking at the comments first to just make sure that somebody's made it with some success. Okay. Sure. And every single recipe said or every single comment was like, This recipe is so great. I just subbed this out for this and this out for this and this out for this. And by the fifth time I had read this, I was like, that's so weird. And then there was this huge block (laughs) and it was this woman losing her fucking mind, like losing it. Like 
I cannot believe the assholes on this page. If you have to replace an ingredient, it's no longer a five-star recipe. She's like, I made it and it was shit. And then I read all these comments. She's like, I hate you all. You're all garbage. Like it was and it was for like a carrot cake recipe. I fucking love I was like, oh man. That's so fucking but, funny. <laughs> but that's how I feel, you know? It's just like I, there's just a certain level of reading comprehension or or implied information that I just feel like everyone should be operating at and just the willful ignorance to ignore it. It just, it's been getting up my skin lately. And I kind of, like, you know when you're like, wait a minute, these three things are all connected. And that's, so that's, that's been my villain of the week. All to say, Craig, is that it, I, I fully support you if you went on a full rant in a couple of comment sections, because I got to tell you, this lady made my day and I'm sure you would make other days. <laughs> That's the new comedy, everybody. We're just going to yeah. be on comment sections on online retailers. Uh, but yeah, that's my villain for the week. Uh, I think that does it for us. Uh, Rebecca, where can people uh, reach you? As always, you can reach me at Rebecca Reads, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-R-E-E-D-S on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. That's it. <laughs> Sounds good. And uh, you can reach me at Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook and Twitter. Also, check me out on YouTube where I have a uh, new video series, Craig Fay Builds a Clock, where it's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, I am uh, in a fun and entertaining way, making lots of mistakes, screwing up, admitting it, showing you the mistakes. I'm going to be building a clock from scratch. Uh, episode three is out now. Um, it covers some pretty interesting stuff. So uh, check that out. And if you like it, please remember to subscribe. Uh, I'd really appreciate it. That's great. And uh, yeah, so that's it for us uh, this week on the podcast. Uh, next week, we don't actually have our movie picked out yet. Uh, as Rebecca said, she is hot and can't make decisions. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a toasty true. one. It's a toasty <laughs> one here today. Uh, so uh, guys, uh, we uh, our Facebook, our Twitter, uh, keep uh, uh, heads up for that. Um, we'll throw it up on our Patreon too if you're, uh, if you're available on there. Uh, for what we have coming up, we'll try and announce it uh, well in advance. But it'll be a good one. It'll be a fun one. Um, so that's it for us this week, everybody. Uh, this has been The Villain Was Right, reminding you to stay away from your exes. <laughs> <laughs>